guys, I want to thank you so much for joining us for another Wednesday devotional. I hope you guys have been blessed by these. I know I have a lot of fun putting them out there. And, you know, if you're watching on Facebook, thank you so much. Make sure to share it. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like and subscribe if you haven't. And if you're catching us on our podcast, you're awesome. And I want to get into this today. And I'm kind of jumping onto something different because it's something I, you know, personal or more or less something I've been meditating on and talking to the Lord about these, this last week. And it has to do on waiting on the promise. And I know a lot of times, sometimes in life, we can have, we can have promises given to us by God, you know, promises about our calling, promises about things he's going to do for us, you know, a large variety of stuff. And sometimes when you see things or you see, you know, you know this promise, especially if it's something that's you've grabbed a hold of that's on the inside of you. You know, there's different promises or words that we receive from God that we know that we know that we know he's going to do and he's going to accomplish. But at the same time, you have to wait to see it come to full manifestation. And I want to talk today to encourage you guys, especially those who feel like they're in the waiting period of receiving their promise, to not give up and to not get discouraged. You know, and I want to go in and kind of use the example of Abraham, because we understand that Abraham, God gave Abraham an awesome promise. You know, the first time he gave it to him was in Genesis 12. And if you look at that, it says, God, the Lord said to Abraham, Genesis chapter 12, he says, get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. And I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great and you shall be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you and I will curse those who curse you. And in all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Now, you know, going on to seeing that, that's an awesome promise. You know, that's something Abraham grabbed a hold of. He heard God speak to him and he said, I know you're going to do this, God. And he moved and he worked and he did what God instructed him to do. But, you know, the thing I want to focus on is on this part right here where it says, I will make you a great nation. You know, see, Abraham knew that God said he would make him a great nation, but it was a long time from that first promise before he saw the manifestation of Isaac in his life. You know, the next time we see God comes, comes back to Abraham. So when he first got the promise, when Abraham first got the promise, it says in the Bible that he was 75 years old, you know, which is old age. That's, that's a long, you know, that's pretty old when God first came to him. And then in Genesis 15, God comes back because Abraham's having this conversation with God. And he says, look, God, I know you said you're going to make me a great nation, but how can I have a great nation if I don't even have one single heir? Like I can't have a nation or a kingdom of anything come for me because I have no heir. You know, and Abraham's just expressing his feelings to God. And then God tells him and he promises him. He says, you will have an heir and your descendants shall be as great as the stars in the sky. You know, that was a promise that God made to him. And at that time, Abraham was between the age of 80 to 86, somewhere in that time frame, because there wasn't like a specific thing until a little bit after that when it talks about how he was 86 years old when, Ish, when they had Ishmael because they got impatient on waiting on the promise of God and Sarah thought, we'll just make it happen on our own means. But that wasn't God's promise. That wasn't what God had intended, you know? And then you can see again, in Genesis 17, the Lord comes and speaks to him and makes a covenant with him and then promises him again, I will give you an heir, your own son between you and Sarah. 
You know, and he specifies, saying it wasn't Ishmael, it's between you and Sarah, and you shall name him Isaac. And at that time, Abraham was 99. So he goes from 75 to 99. And then it was the year after when God again sent messengers to, messengers to Abraham and told him that the time was coming nigh. And then he had Isaac in chapter 21 at age 100. So we can see that Abraham waited around 25 years before he saw the promise manifest. It wasn't that God wasn't going to do it. It wasn't that it was impossible. It wasn't an impossible thing for God to do. You know, you despise looking at the, the circumstances where everybody looking at the circumstances would be like, well, that's impossible. You're way too old to be able to have children. Like, you know, that's biologically impossible, you know, but we got to understand that nothing's impossible for God. And, you know, I want to encourage you, too, if you're in that waiting period and right now everything around you, you're looking around and you see like, man, you know, it looks like impossible. I know God promised me this is going to happen, but it just looks like it's impossible. Like there's no way it can happen. There's no way he can do it. You know, don't think that way, but trust in him. Trust in the promises he made for you. You know, that was the big differentiation between Abraham and Sarah. You know, because sometimes it's, it can be easy to get discouraged because you think, you know, God told him, okay, you're going to have a child. So what do you think Abraham and Sarah went and did? They went to go and try to have a child, you know, and it was year after year after year of trying to have a child and no child. A year, another year, still no child. And you can see how as they're going about trying to make a child, how it could be disheartening after year, after year, after year of not seeing a child, you know? But that's where the difference comes in. And this is what I want to encourage you guys in waiting for the promise. Don't stop seeking after. Don't stop moving forward. Don't stop walking in the path that God has for you regarding the promise he gave you. Just keep moving, keep staying faithful, and keep going in the direction he's leading you to do. Don't get discouraged and think it's not going to happen. Um, because that's, that's where the big trap comes in. And that was the difference between Abraham and Sarah. You see, Abraham kept the promise before him. What do you mean, keep the promise before him? You know, we can see in Genesis 15, it says that God said to him, he said, behold, the word of the Lord came to him saying, this one shall not be your heir, but one who will come from your own body shall be your heir. Then he brought him outside and said, look now toward the heaven and count the stars and see if you are able to number them. And then he said, so shall your descendants be. And he believed in the Lord and he accounted it to him for righteousness. So what happened? God spoke, Abraham believed him. But this is a key thing. God said, look at the stars and you will see that your descendants shall be greater than them. What did God do? God set the promise before Abraham. He set his promise before Abraham. So wherever Abraham went, whenever he looked up at the night sky, he saw the promise God gave him. He remembered the promise God told him. He remembered the faithfulness of God and knew that he would see his promise come through. He had faith in what God told him. So you have that person. What did Abraham do? He kept the promise before him. What was the difference between him and Sarah? Well, Sarah was stuck looking at the natural. 
She was like stuck looking at the attempt after attempt after attempt. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. Sarah said, okay, well, maybe I'll try to make it happen on my own then. Maybe you can go and sleep with Haggai instead of sleeping with me and she'll be able to bury a child because I'm just too old to bury a child. I can't do this. I know the promise was made to us, but I don't think it's going to be possible because I don't see it happen this year. It didn't happen last year. It's not going to happen this other year. So we need to take things into our own hands and we need to do it. And she was looking at the physical side of things. She was looking at the, the, the letdowns and the, you know, the pasts where it didn't happen or didn't come out how she wanted it to or it didn't manifest yet. And she was using that to determine her level of faith rather than standing on the promise itself and using your faith to acquire the promise. So I want to encourage anybody who's listening today to stay faithful and keep the promise before you. If you start getting in a situation where you're like, well, I don't even know if God's gonna do this anymore, you start doubting it, erase those thoughts and say, no, God will because he promised me, he told me, because he's faithful, because he's one to complete his word. And stand on that and encourage yourself so that you can continue to wait on that promise, so that you can inherit that promise that God has for you without getting discouraged, without giving up, without trying to make it happen in your own means, but trust and stay faithful and stay steady in God, in his word and in the promise that he gave you. And again, I want to thank you so much for listening today. I hope this encouraged you. I hope this was a blessing for you. Um, you know, if you want to continue meditating on it, please continue meditating on it and think about, you know, the difference of keeping the promises before you and how God, you can even see through this passage, how God multiple times came back to Abraham and reminded him, hey, look, this is what I said. Hey, look, this is going to happen. Hey, I haven't changed my mind. It's still coming. You know, it's coming close. It's coming soon as, as the, the process went on. So stand firm in that. Encourage yourself in the word. Encourage yourself in God. Encourage yourself with his promise and stand fast and stay hopeful towards it. Don't get discouraged. Don't start looking at the natural things or think, well, it's just been so long or I don't even know if it's gonna happen now. Don't think that way, but stay in faith and stay trusting in God. Again, thank you guys for watching today. Hope this blessed you. God bless.